We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Kingdom Bar Grill and Ola Park it is fucking yeah! 42-36. The Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills and will host the AFC title game for the fourth year in a row. I'm BJ Kissel. That's Ken Swanson, joined by Scott Ward, Tucker Franklin, and everybody here at the Kingdom Bar and Grill out in Overland Park. That is absolutely what we are talking about. I'm a hot mess Whoa. right now. I am an absolute mess right now. What a game. What a time here at the Kingdom Bar and Grill. The Chiefs are hosting the AFC Championship next week against the Bengals. And the Bengals are getting bopped again. Oh, let's go. There is so much to talk about with that game. Long story short, Patrick Mahomes, best player in the world. There is so much to talk about with that game. I... Oh, my God. I can't even. I don't even. Where do we go from here? I have no idea, but we do have an announcement. As Scott's <laughs> looking at me. Everybody, everybody at KC Sports Network, we have two tickets that we are giving away to the AFC Championship game. And all you have to do for a chance to win those tickets, donate $10 to the KC Sports Network Venmo. We are going to use that money for our Feed It Forward and our Soul of KC and all the philanthropic things that we do. But uh, we've got two tickets to the AFC title game, $10 to the KC Sports Network Venmo, enters you for a chance to win. We're going to raffle those off on Wednesday night. For every $10, you get a chance to win two tickets, two VIP passes, thanks to Tickets for Less, uh, to their tailgate party and a parking pass. But we don't give a sh- awesome stuff. But holy shit, let's talk about this game. I, oh, my God. What? <laughs> Where do we? I'm flustered. I don't even have an outline. Like whatever. I, I'll Let's open the outline it. for us. I look. Yeah. You know, that diet coke getting crazy. That was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. That was amazing. And that was a battle of two incredible quarterbacks. One having to go up against the Chiefs, like backup secondary, and one having to go against the number one defense in the world. And the number one, and the t- and the guy that went against the number one defense in the world went out and dominated, and won. And put the team on his back and played to a level. I I mean, he look, I told y'all, I told y'all that there was more left in Mahomes tank to exceed it to show us, to exceed our expectations, and that's what we got today. He was perfect. Mahomes was was perfect today. And the Chiefs needed to be perfect for that game, especially with all the adversity that they dealt with with the injuries. And he was. And that's why the Chiefs are hosting another AFC championship game. In Kansas City, the fourth year in a row, BJ. I think it's a, I think it's a record. It's some sort of record. I think it's an AFC record. Nobody's ever done that. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to feel. I don't either. I don't either. Because going into it, was, it was Tyron Matthew being injured, and we saw what happens. Like, yep. guys not in position, just not knowing what's going on out on the field. And then it was the – the play calling inside the red zone, the third down, the getting cute, the Blake Bell. Taking like the ball out of stuff. Mahomes' hands. Taking the ball out of Mahomes' hands on those three plays. But we don't have to worry about any of that. None of that matters now. We don't have to spend weeks talking about that. We're going to spend a few days talking about the Cincinnati Bengals and Jamar Chase being a problem. 
but we're going to enjoy this one for now and we're going to enjoy it with our friends. Let's get back to the outline here. All right. We appreciate it, buddy. Again, we're at the Kingdom Bar and Grill out here in Overland Park. And as we mentioned earlier, we've got two tickets to the game next week, uh, hosted in Arrowhead Stadium against the Cincinnati Bengals. And, um, yeah, we're going to give away those tickets. Donate $10 to the KC Sports Network on Venmo. We'll raffle off a winner on Wednesday night, and that money is going to be going towards our Feed It Forward campaign, which is going to be food insecurity issues. We have some partners, some different um, community groups based in the Kansas City area that we've been talking with over the last couple of weeks that we want to do these things with. Uh, and so we've got a couple of tickets. We want to leverage it for some good stuff. So help us, help the Kansas City community um, during a time that we're all celebrating. There's some people out there that don't want to talk about that now. But it's a very, very good thing. So, all right. Marlia Campbell is going to join us in a little bit to get everything that uh, is talked about during the post-game press conferences. And then we're going to go over tomorrow's headlines with Craig Stout, key observations with Maddie Lane. And uh, we'll answer all of your questions and bring on your comments uh, later in the show to finish us all out. But uh, we appreciate you for watching, whether you're watching on Twitter, whether you're watching on the KC Sports Network YouTube page, 101 The Fox Facebook page. We are going all over the place uh, in addition to the KC Sports Network Twitch account. So we appreciate whether you're watching there or you're listening after the fact on Apple or Spotify. (laughs) Um, I think I got through all the business stuff. So Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Patty Mahomes. That was the best. Like, gosh, like they needed him to be perfect, man, and he was. And he just, the, the he was so locked in. We said, you know, we're getting sixty minutes of love on, and we did because you saw how locked in he was, even from the beginning of the game with the legs. You know, he had a great feel for the pocket. He had great timing within the pocket. Understood when and and how and and what he needed to do to escape to extend drives. And he did it with his legs in the first drive. He just went out and just and just threw it all across the yard and and dominated. You know, end to end. And it, it needed more than 60. They needed more than 60 minutes of Levon. They got 65. They got six, whatever they got. And now the Chiefs are hosting the AFC Championship again. Jared and McKinnon, dude. At, yeah. There's so much. There's so much. I don't even know. Where, like, I, I'm, yeah, like, I don't know where to start. All right. Patrick Mahomes finishes 32 of 43 for 370 yards. Excuse me, and a couple touchdowns. And Josh Allen, 27 of 37, 329, four touchdowns. Uh, as much as we're going to celebrate this and all the crap that was being spewed on Twitter, <laughs> Twitter between the two, Josh Allen, tip your cap. Like, Ooh, granted, okay. the guys were wide open, um, but he I went mean, out there, he made plays, he made this one of the the best games that we're going to remember for <laughs> a really, really long time. So, kudos to him. If this is the, the a teaser of what we've got in the future in these games, like this is going to be um, something really special to watch for years to come. But damn, for the Chiefs to come back and win, like. Melvin Ingram in the second half, like so many guys to point out that are just out there making plays. Um, yeah, Tyree Hill, <laughs> Tyree Hill on the the big touchdown run that you know on the dig route that he you know took the took the lead with a minute two left. I mean, this game kind of had some vibes of Rams Chiefs from 2018. There, there's yeah. a stretch where things just kind of went back and forth, ping ponging back and forth, and you know you felt like the team with this ball with the ball last was going to score, and that's what happened exactly here. It's kind of the same vibes. Like these teams, like look at the last two and a half minutes. That was some of the most epic last few minutes of football we've ever seen. We just saw something about like three lead changes, one tie, and then like however many touchdowns in like the last two minutes of regulation. The Chiefs got the ball with 13 seconds left down three. Bills took their foot off the gas because whatever that defense was, like they're going to go back and watch. Like I get pre event defense, but holy cow. Yeah. The first, well, here's the thing. You had no margin. The Chiefs had no margin for error. 50 yards in 10 seconds. But, the, well, the, but here's the thing. The Chiefs had no margin for error, and they played it smart. They played the little dump-off Tyreek Hill-Mary play, basically, where they just get down the field, call timeout very quickly, eight seconds left. Sure, maybe you figure out something a little bit less soft on Kelsey, but, I mean, that was a phenomenal throw from Mahomes, too. Like, I mean, every throw from Mahomes was phenomenal. So that play, just getting down to the down to the you know down there, like it's 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 outstanding. Like they played that situation perfectly, even though they hadn't played situations perfectly during that game. Like they screwed some stuff up, and they were put themselves in that position, but they made right on the end, and that was outstanding. Yeah, I want to make sure that this is made very clear to all the national media that are really upset that the Chiefs win. <laughs> we don't give a shit. <laughs> Fucking deal with it. Look. There's been a lot of talk and people have tried to create levels of parody between Mahomes and a bunch of other people. And 
if y'all if y'all needed a reminder of what this guy is capable of, you saw it today. That was an epic performance. That was one of the best performances I've ever seen. And Josh Allen's best was not good enough. The Buffalo Bills best was not good enough. Little brother stays little brother for another year. And they have to sit there and simmer in this all offseason. Your best was not good enough because the best player in the world, Patrick LaVon Mahomes, is in Kansas City. Not Buffalo. You guys can continue to have the second best quarterback in the National Football League. That's fine by me. But it's not going to be enough most years. I need to get an air fryer out. I have some sweet potatoes to cook. This is called letting it breathe. <laughs> I, my, do you see how red my face is? Yeah. Kind of like it It messes with the shirt in the background. I know. The deal. I know. I'm probably I, getting, I look like a sweet potato right now. Kind of do. It's a little hot in here. It's well, the yeah, the energy is palpable. We had a private party here at the Kingdom Bar <laughs> with some of our subscribers at KCSN. We put it in our Discord. We had thanks to our, our friends at Papa John's. Had some uh, pizza for us throughout the day. Shout out to Grayson. Appreciate you. Uh, friend of KC Sports Network. But um, man, let's bring let's bring our good friend Craig on. <laughs> right now because i want to get his takes the only guy redder than me i (laughs) he had a heart attack and that's craig stout everybody last time he did this i was slightly worried for a sec this time no worries oh oh can you mm, that feels so fucking good i everybody stop can you please do that again it was unbelievable that was so good no that wasn't it fucking good oh Unbelievable, you guys. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is the booking it. Yeah. He is the ruiner of worlds. He has come out and just shown everybody. It does not matter how well you play. Playoff LaVon Mahomes <laughs> is a completely different beast. You can't stop him. The only way to stop him is to put him on one foot behind a whole bunch of backup offensive line, and he's still going to throw it horizontal 13, 13 seconds. That's under – I'm – I'm beside myself. We should stick to the rundown here. I'm beside myself. I don't want to stick to the rundown. Unbelievable. (laughs) Unbelievable. Uh, Do we even even have to stick to the rundown? I mean, I don't even know. This thing's going so far off the rails. Like, you know, it's who cares? Um, You know, hey, you know, this this game wasn't over my dead body game. Uh, Mm -hmm. Shout out and rest in peace, our dear pal, Therese Paler. Uh, This is the epitome of an over my dead body game this was you said bobby yaga there's so many things there's so many superlatives and things that therese gave us about mahomes and he was so dead on with all of them and look where we're at here what a game the over my dead body game craig what do you think i mean listen we we've seen lots of football stories especially this weekend it was a phenomenal weekend for football we've seen so many football stories in the modern era that hey you left too much time on the clock you left too much time on the clock for tom brady for peyton manning for aaron Rodgers. these guys that you just don't want to give the ball back to because you're worried about what's going to happen and what patrick mahomes did in that game on the touchdown pass to tyree kill was <laughs> unbelievable enough yeah uh, people give him, yeah then you give him the ball back with 13 seconds Everybody's going to the exits. Everybody's hanging their heads. The morale's in an all-time low. And all he does is get them in position for a 48-yard field goal to tie the game, send it to overtime. And at that point, we all knew it was over. Like, we did. The Chiefs <laughs> win the toss. It was over. You knew they were winning the toss. Like, you knew they were just – you knew they were winning the toss. Like, yeah. It was happening. It was happening. How, how short is too short? You can't give him the ball. Like that's the end of the thing. You you just can't give him the ball and expect that you are going to protect a three point lead. That is unbelievable. That is unreal. And to do it with the the leverage and the high stakes and everything that that game meant to the Chiefs, to the Buffalo Bills, who were phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. That offense was absolutely phenomenal today. But man, they're going home right now saying. What do we have to do? Like that <laughs> oh. was everything 
that we possibly can. We scored with 13 seconds left, up three. And Patrick Holmes not only took it into overtime, but beat us without us getting the ball. Just oh. absolutely broke them. I, Chiefs were on the, the end of one of those a few years back. Man, I'll tell you what, it feels real sweet being on the other end of it this time. It really does. Go! <laughs> PJ besides he's like it, this is this I can't hold it in. Are you fucking kidding? like the rest of the NFL just watching the game like shit. We we might <laughs> we might have to put explicit on this one, Tug. Here. Just so you know. <laughs> just, he's it. already he's already on it. Um I'm sitting over here stewing. I know trying it's great. not to the, lose it. The raw you emotions are incredible here. And like the raw emotions here at Kingdom Bar and Grill were off the chains. Like I'm just this was fun. And just like I I mean, I, I had a, one of our buddies, Joel Penfield, come up here and just say goodbye because he thought the game was over with 13 sex seconds deservedly. And but like Patrick Mahomes just continued to do that. Uh Craig, I don't want to take things too far down, but like we can't just sit here for 45 minutes and go Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, maybe we can, but I mean, we can, we can, we I, could. I'm okay with that. It would but be worth it. I it mean, would be worth it. Can, can I say, I don't even know. So on the, it's not even on the thing. Let's talk about Melvin Ingram. Cause I want to talk about Melvin Ingram. And I know yeah. there's the one play late where he jumped at his feet and ended up being like the fourth down or he scrambled around outside of that grown ass man coming off yeah. that side. And it changes. It's pre Melvin. We talked about it all week. Pre Melvin Ingram defense, post Melvin Ingram defense and when you don't have Tyron Matthew on the back end somebody's got to do some stuff up front and when the Chiefs had success in the second half it wasn't on the back the defensive backfield we know that it was up front and it was the guys causing havoc and it was led by 24. Yeah Melvin Ingram was phenomenal he really was I mean, it set that tone early with that strip sack that just happened about to Josh Allen but he was kind of a force in the run game as well stringing stuff along, really making plays for other people and making things right. You saw him being kind of a leader on the sidelines there. That's awesome. That's really cool to watch a guy like that who sees not necessarily a power vacuum. That's the wrong word there. But with Tyron Matthew out, you need somebody to step up. And for him to be a guy, a veteran player, to step up and do that and help lead that and keep everybody's heads focused and in the game, it cascades down to those younger players. Let's talk about Nick Bolton as well and the fearless energy that he played with nick bolton made outstanding plays this week just an absolute you know he was a freight train on some of these created some stuff for that defense some of the stops that they came up with were because melvin ingram nick bolton working in tandem i think we're all thinking of that third and short where melvin ingram strings it along nick bolton shoots the gap behind him and a tackle for loss forcing a punt like those stops were few and far between for a Buffalo Bills offense that was absolutely rolling for most of the day. So for those two guys to step up, for Melvin Ingram to step up as a leader, Nick Bolton to follow in his footsteps and really kind of play the kind of football that he was, that was awesome to watch. Just phenomenal job by those two especially. Real quick, Craig, uh, he just mentioned leadership. So uh, Melvin Ingram, a fantastic leader. BJ, do you know who else is a great leader? Ooh. <laughs> Fairway Independent That's Mortgage. I should know. No, do you no. want it? Do you want to go from here? Do you got it from here? Do you want me to take it? Fairway Independent Mortgage makes the home loan process as simple as possible by guiding you through every step, just as they've done for the past twenty-five years. Call Jennifer Dixon at 816-390-8898. That's 816-390-8898. Great rates, a focus on customer service, and the fastest turn times in the industry. That's Fairway Independent Mortgage. That was a fantastic job, BJ. Um, okay. So- <clears throat> Let's talk real quick about the back end of the secondary, and I'm pretty sure if, if it is concussion protocol, there's a pretty good chance we're going to see Tyron Matthew next week in the AFC Championship game, which, by the way, is Arrowhead, and by the way, the Chiefs are hoisting the Lamar Hunt trophy on Joe Burrow's face. You can have uh, my brain. Yeah, uh, so anyways, um, anyways, uh, just the coverage for gate, like the coverage was awful. Oh. I mean, the oh. back end of the defense was struggling. They had no yeah. answer for anything. Pass rush wasn't getting home. Uh, they desperately missed. They desperately, def- desperately missed Tyron Matthew. Desperately missed Rashad Fenton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and uh, uh, Travis got, got hurt. Up. I mean, that was it. Was it was it was tough sledding. It looked like the old Chiefs uh, Chiefs defense from uh, from earlier in the year for sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I think other than the big, you know, seventy-five yard <laughs> bomb that gets over the top of Juan Thornhill, there, that's a play that's 
probably going to get made with or without Tyron Matthew on the field there. But the rest of those plays in the middle of the field, especially there in the red zone, that's where Tyron Matthew lives. That's where he's shifting leverage. That's where he's shifting the coverage call and making uh, making Spags right. It's not that Spags is wrong there, but you know, as he's getting the coverage call on the field, he gives those guys the liberty to shift leverage, shift things around, and make it right versus what they're seeing. Without Tyron Matthew there, you saw exactly what that looks like. You saw the middle of the field wide open. Guys not being on the same page. Mike Hughes gets benched in that last drive. Say, he for got DeAndre benched for Baker. DeAndre Baker. I mean, he did. Yeah, this is – it was not good. It was really not good. And it's because when you, lo- when you lose a guy that's that vocal – of somebody that that runs Spags' scheme on the field for him. And, you know, we talk about all the exotic coverages and everything that he does on the back end. That doesn't happen unless you've got somebody there to make it right. And without that guy there to make it right, this is exactly what happens. Gabriel Davis goes for over 200 yards and four touchdowns, and they are this close to losing the game. So, yeah, you hope that Tyron Matthews back. Certainly, they're going to have a little bit better preparation knowing if they don't have him this week, what they can do there. That's a tough situation to be in for that secondary, to be fair to those guys. You lose the engine of the secondary in the middle of the game. It's tough to come back from that, but you hope that Tyron Matthew is back next week in a big game. I hope that concussion is not as bad. Obviously, the the best of wishes to him. We we want him to be healthy first Mm -hmm. and foremost, but we hope that he's back for next week's game. Well, you can find him on Twitter at Barley Hop. We'll be talking to you tomorrow if my voice survives. Your voice is gone. My voice is gone. I got it. K- I'll get Casey it next. I'll get it tomorrow. Don't worry You're about on us this time. Casey, Casey Laboratory Live, 6.30 tomorrow. Cannot wait to break this game down. Start talking about the Bengals, all kinds of good stuff. We had a big week here at KCSN. We'll be at the Shrine Bowl together. We'll be talking a lot about uh, this game that's coming up. Chiefs, Bengals, cannot wait for all this stuff. And, Craig, we will talk to you tomorrow, kicking everything off. Let's go. <laughs> That's how I wave now with kids. Let's go. Um, I Speaking of the Shrine Bowl, I spent 19 hours in the car with Tucker. I cannot wait Driving out to Vegas because we have too much equipment to fly with. So <laughs> hopping in the car and driving out there. But, oh. man, let's do the little uh, Big Cedar Golf best drive of the game. Huh. I wonder. I mean, you could. we could do – we could do – about every drive this game i would do the one where we went 50 yards in 10 seconds to okay. tie the game we'll do that the bills pretty much were busy celebrating all right yeah let's do that Let, let's let's go to the back break. i think Man, that's a tough flight for them oh back. it's delicious mm. little brother stays little brother for another year like that's crit like yeah. this, real real when they're players that we're doing as their fans we're but def- their fans can't take I, a long you don't think back. mentally that those that team is beat down a little bit Here's now two- Here's my wet blanket. I like Sean McDermott. He said a lot of really genuinely nice things and when I talked to him about Andy Reid. Sure. And then I like Mitch Morse a lot. Oh, yeah. Anyways. The rest of them can kick rocks. <laughs> big Cedar Drive go- or Big Cedar Golf Drive of the game. Let's let's go ahead and do the 13-second drive, the backbreaker for the, the Bills, who are celebrating their AFC championship game. Before we get into the drive, let's take a little look at what makes Big Cedar okay. Golf so special. Two things in this area are as beautiful as Big Cedar Golf, but if there was going to be one that was going to challenge that tonight, it was the basically setting up the end of a regulation, the game-tying field goal. Just absolutely unbelievable execution, unbelievable organization, all of those things that we praise about Andy Reid in those crunch moments. They knew what to do. Yeah, perfect situational football was incredible because they had, you know, 13 seconds left on the clock. What do they do? The first play of the drive, they're just going to little dump off to Tyree Kill with some blockers in front of them. It's kind of similar to that Hill Mary that you saw against the Cowboys a few years ago because they didn't have a quarterback who could throw down the field. Uh, then they go ahead and set up a little bang eight kind of route to Travis Kelsey uh, right after that. Kind of some soft coverage. Really, really good anticipation, though, from Patrick Mahomes. He threw it with excellent timing. There was a window there. Drove the ball really well. Uh, and Travis Kelsey got all the way down to the 30-yard line. was smart enough to dive, call timeout. Called timeout with three seconds left. Set up the game-tying field goal, which just completely just destroyed the souls of the Northeast. And uh, that setup, that winds up setting up the, you know, the game-winning situation. But I, you cannot draw that execution up more perfectly than what the Chiefs did. I mean, the end of regulation, it was almost like the Bills. It's like that false front on that green. Like, you think you got it, and all of a sudden, it's just going to roll all the way back. You, you, think, you're, you think you did it. Yeah. 
<laughs> but you didn't. He did it. Big Cedar Lodge is quickly becoming known as America's next great golf destination with some of the best design courses in the country nestled down in the Ozarks. It's exactly what you need when you know you need it. That's Ozark National, Big Cedar, Paynes Valley, Buffalo Ridge, Top the Rock. It is all at BigCedar.com. Make sure to plan your trip right now, especially with the weather we got. Yeah, seriously. Not too I, bad. Beautiful. It's supposed to be. There's supposed to be some decent weather coming here. So yeah. And here in just a little bit, we will bring in Marlia Campbell as soon as Coach Reed is done with his presser to give updates. Hopefully, I don't know what kind of update you could get from Tyron Matthew. We kind of know went through concussion protocol was declared out. Now he's got the steps to work his way back that the NFL has in place. And I'm sure we'll get all kinds of information yeah. from that. That will be one of the top storylines. And I'm sure all the beat writers will be all over uh, and providing that information throughout the week. Uh, and obviously any other injuries and things like that. But um, we will bring Marlia in as soon as we've got Coach Reed's presser. Um, but, man, you know, one person, and this isn't, we can actually talk about it now because we talk about margin of error and the fact that Buffalo played pretty much, besides the defense on the, the lat end of regulation, was a pretty flawless game by them. And it wasn't flawless by the Chiefs mm. in a lot of ways. And we can talk about blown coverages on both sides. Missed field goals. Missed field goals, missed, missed extra point. That four points. Yeah. Everybody's staring at the scoreboard in the last, like, five minutes regulation going, man, that four points would be really good right now. Yeah, I mean, the, like, seriously. And, like, the, the whole game script changes because the, the Bills are not one possession down or, you know, managing the game as if that they can take the lead with one possession. So it really, like, it just completely altered the game script of that game and really put the Chiefs in a bind, obviously. I mean, taking points off the point off the board is never a good thing in that situation. Yep. It about cost them uh, a chance at another Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, thing, things, uh, things work themselves out for sure. But, like, you know, the margin for error is only going to get smaller and smaller. Uh, you can't do those things moving forward if you want to, to achieve – know what you felt just short of last year yeah what a talk about unsung heroes talk about like byron pringle touchdown in the first half uh ended up being one of the bigger plays in the game and about, we mentioned it but jet mckinnon jet like, mckinnon how about this how about mccall hardman <laughs> i mean mccall yeah. hardman he took a he took a jet sweep for a touchdown i believe he had a little under route later in the game that he was able to turn into a lot of yards after catch um so that that guy too i mean and you know, like Byron Pringle's game was a little bit more up and down. You know, like I, he had some some pretty key drops, but he also came through some big plays as all, as well. So, um, it you know, guys largely stepped up. There was a couple. There wasn't as many mistakes, and we talked about this. And I mean, BJ, you talked about this. We spent a lot of time talking about it all week on KCSN turnovers. Chiefs didn't turn the ball over, and that was huge. Was there? A, I don't think there was a turnover in the entire game. Was there? There wasn't. There, there were fumbles, but they got back on them. Andrew um, Wiley, and we talked about, like, don't forget these little plays, the the fumble where Andrew Wiley jumped on it because he was around. Those are the plays that he doesn't make that play. We're all talking about that this entire week along with Butker and Tyron Matthew being out and some of the blown coverages and the fact that who's what's a Gabriel Davis oh, offense? I, but like, I know what a Gabriel just, Davis is. He just set the NFL postseason record with four touchdowns and over 200 yards receiving. He was, he's a good football player and he's a guy that clearly the chiefs have come or that the bills have kind of come to a lot lately. And that dude stepped up in a big way and absolutely eviscerated the chiefs. Mike Hughes. Look, I, I know Brett Veach aggressively corrects things for his football team. The Chiefs need an aggressive correction at cornerback this year. They need to actually finally invest in the cornerback position because it about cost them again because they've been trying to get cute there at that position. Hopefully, the Chiefs are healthy in the secondary against Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase next week. Oh, in the AFC Championship game, which is at Arrowhead. Did I mention I don't know if I had mentioned that yet, but the mm. AFC Championship game, it's going to be an Arrowhead next week against the Cincinnati Bengals, a team that they're going to bop. And did I mention that we are giving away two tickets at KC Sports Network to that game, along with two VIP passes to the Tickets for Less pregame tailgate. Also includes a parking pass. If you want a chance to go to the game next week, all you have to do, donate $10 or send us $10 at the KC Sports Network, and we will use that for our Feed It Forward campaign. Again, that is going towards food insecurity issues over the last couple of years. We've done different things with it. We've sent jack stack to nurses at different hospitals we use cookie society and we send it to teachers that were dealing with covid this year and now going into this off season the sooner we raise more money and a lot of people are invested a lot of people who want to help this met with some different community organizations and helping out um with food insecurity issues around kansas city is a big thing and feed it forward just makes sense to help them so 
send that $10 for every $10 you send enters you a chance to win, help us again, help some people in the area. So uh, again, we are waiting on coach Reed's presser and Marlia Campbell, the sports director at WIBW has been joining us for the last few post game shows. She will hopefully be joining us and we were going to, go to Maddie Lane late in the show and we're going to call an audible and just bring on Maddie right now and go over his key observations in this game because I know he is absolutely itching and this guy spent all week <laughs> watching film <laughs> breaking down what he thought was going to happen. Maddie, I know we've got an outline. I haven't looked at it, so I'm not going to ask you one of those questions. <laughs> I, I want to just uh, make, I want to make sure uh, you want another chance to congratulate the Buffalo Bills on winning this game, Maddie. Listen, kid. I beat you to the punch so you can get over it. I already told on myself for congratulating that very good football team for beating the Chiefs when there was 13 seconds left and they decided not to squib kick it. So we don't need to talk about that anymore. It's a solid point. Yeah. I, and Maddie, I want to add, before we get into this, of everything that you watched from X's and O's and all of that, what's your number one takeaway as far as people going out of character for what you saw for – Everything that was going into this game, the chess match, if you will, what's the one big surprising thing you saw that was different than you thought going into this game? I really thought the Chiefs were actually going to blitz a lot more. Josh Allen had not been good versus the blitz down the stretch when teams really relied on it. So like, especially when you go back and look at the Buccaneers game or the Panthers game, he struggled and that offensive line struggled to pick up blitzes. The Chiefs not getting deep into a lot of pressures kind of threw me for a loop. But then as the game went on and we started seeing all the miscommunications on the back end, it kind of became a little obvious as a why. No Tyron Matthew makes it really hard to get deep into your you know pressure packages because now all of a sudden you have the guy that can make everybody else right. So I do wonder how much losing him so early played a role in that because I don't see Steve Spagnuolo of all people not blitzing Josh Allen like crazy and they just simply didn't do it in this game. Seemed like they were about to start heating them up during that second drive. Like they kind of play it a little bit safer early, and then the second drive seemed like they were going to start trying to trying to heat them up a little bit more. And obviously, once they, they didn't get into their bag nearly as much as we thought they would. Um, okay, uh, we've I, I I don't know how to we we've we've uh, we've talked about this matchup a lot. We've hyped the Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes matchup a lot. Patrick Mahomes has been disrespected all year. They have so had disrespected. The, uh, the audacity to rank him less than first. They have the teams like people are bored with him. They are looking for narratives. They've been trying all season to try to create parity between the rest of the league's quarterbacks and our quarterback. And Patrick Levon Mahomes went up against the second best quarterback in the NFL, probably. And he and he outplayed him and he reminded everybody who he is. How great was watching that performance from LaVon Mahomes? Buddy, the way these people come out here and try to rank <laughs> other quarterbacks ahead of Patrick Mahomes with the recklessness that they do, the reckless abandon <laughs> that they just sling these words out of their mouth talking about, I don't care about Josh Allen's nine passing touchdowns in two playoff games. That's great. You know who else scored nine touchdowns, pat or nine touchdowns in two games? Patrick Mahomes did. Oh, he ran one in, so it's not as cool. Get out of here with your random little stats. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> is the best quarterback in the NFL, bar none. Nobody can say a different word about it right now. Josh Allen was great. Josh Allen played a phenomenal game. He threw to some wide open guys running through the open green grass. That's cool. Patrick Mahomes took the ball 50 yards with 13. 50 yards with 13 seconds left. I don't know how you come up with that. That coin flip came out and the Chiefs got the ball. There was zero doubt in anyone's mind that they were about to score. You could see it on the Bills players' faces. Everybody knew that game was over. He came out and reminded everybody, every single person on ESPN, NFL Network that you've ever seen on Twitter, that guy walking down the street at the supermarket that told you Josh Allen was better, he reminded you that he, they were wrong. He's the best there is, period. I'm going to get fired up because let's not ignore the fact that the guy at the supermarket is saying that because the national media person he's listening to that gives him all the takes that he goes and parrots to all of his friends told him that Josh Allen is better. So casual Bills fan goes to be like, well, Josh Allen's better because the guy on TV told me so, even though Josh Allen's best year of his career still isn't better than Patrick Mahomes' worst year of his career. He goes to Arrowhead Stadium, plays a pretty damn good game, and guess what? It's still not good enough because Patrick Mahomes is better, and we're not going to apologize nah. for it for the national media mm -hmm. that's going to hell no pedaling all damn week trying to explain how it wasn't the fact that Patrick Mahomes just a better football player 
These guys just got so bored. They got so bored of watching Patrick Mahomes do it time and time again that when this year started out and teams started playing all these deep safeties, being afraid to let you know the Chiefs throw the ball downfield, they got bored and they started to create these random narratives. And then lo and behold, the Bills do the same thing. They sat there with super deep, too high safeties the entire game. And guess what? It didn't matter. He went down the field time and time. The only time he got stopped is when the ball was taken out of his hands by some coaching decisions. That's the only time. He got Talk stopped. <laughs> he was better than anybody else that played this weekend. He's going to be better than anybody else that plays next weekend and the weekend after. And you can just go and put that on repeat for the next 10, 15 years. I think a bunch of people needed clicks and decided to try to spice some things up. We don't and need we clicks give it to around them. here. Yeah, and, and, and That's the one part. And got to go off the rails here. Chiefs Kingdom is very good. And you are really good. You, If you want to get engagement on your tweet, CBS Sports, call him the third best quarterback and somehow tag Kent on it. And he will just unload on social media and they'll get all the engagement. Yeah, I, We're an easy target because we attack. Because we're so... We have years of frustration built up all these bad losses. And they expect us to not like go act like this yeah well we've earned the right to act like this well it, we threw hey we we're we're, we're talking from our chest right now like our quarterback <laughs> threw from his chest as maddie lane likes to talk about a little bit today we're gonna be puffing our chest all week as as, <laughs> as the chip we're gonna be vegas never gonna, underestimate a football fan's ability to steal equity from players <laughs> on what they did on the field no the, i might have oh. to get another plane ticket here next weekend to get my chest on the airplane with me guys like you know i'm gonna be walking pretty tall my <laughs> yeah, chest yeah, is gonna be yeah. out Hey, um, okay, so there's so many things about Mahomes' performance that like I think are worth unpacking. What was the one thing that like kind of just stood out to you that just felt different? I have one. I want to hear what yours is. Uh, it, it was the running early on. I, no, I'll take the back. Not the running. We're going to go just the control. The, the complete control over this game is, and we've used it before, so it's a little bit of a cop-out, but you look at some of these plays in the middle of the game or down the stretch where the pocket wasn't perfectly clean, but there was enough room to maneuver. He was maneuvering perfectly. The amount of Bills pass rushers that barely grazed his jersey, but not enough to mess with his rhythm or anything he was doing was through the roof. He was in complete control over you know his space on the field, where he was moving through space, what he was doing with the football, where he was throwing guys to be. Like he was in absolute control of that game the entire time. Josh Allen played a great football game. I really don't want to take anything away just out of you know fun jesting back and forth. But there were times where he looked like he was a little out of control. There was times he looked a little frenetic where he was running. Maybe he panicked a little bit under pressure or when the, you know, the blitz did come. That wasn't Mahomes. There was never a moment or a play where it felt like the moment was even close to too big for him. He was bigger, bigger than the moment every second of the way. It was just, oh God, he was just so, it was perfect. Like, honestly, like I, you talk about some of the stuff operating from the pocket. He had perfect timing, perfect feel, knew his escape routes. I even think about one of the plays that called, got called back one of his runs. He found a way to get out of the pocket, but then he ran up field and then cut inside and dove for the line to gain. It was just like this, just level of awareness that he had for the entirety of the game. It just, it magnified, it, 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 it just, it showed up every single play. And I don't know if his, you know, I don't know if his teammates really played off of that or felt like, but I mean, I think, you know, largely this group played really, really well across the board. And I don't know if it was just, if it just started with him and carried over or what, but what a, it was, it was, it was a near perfect performance, except for, you know, some play calling decisions and some of that kind of stuff. I, I'm, I was wildly impressed with what he did. Yeah, and I think you kind of nailed it there. When you have a guy playing at that level and it's not just, it wasn't all just creating. It wasn't all freelancing. It wasn't all creating out of structure. But when you're playing that good in structure and out of structure, it gets really hard as a teammate to not just start stepping up. It's really hard to not just feel a little bit, just extra motivation to try a little harder. Or you all of a sudden start getting Tyree Kills having this big game late in the game. Travis Kelsey is, you get McCole Harden, like all these guys. I'm not saying they're they're not playing their hardest at other times, but when someone's going off, like Patrick Mahomes was, you're almost out there trying to oppress him or to match that intensity and level of play every single time. And they did such a good job of doing that throughout this game. I, you know, some people are going to say, well, pa Patrick Mahomes only threw a, you know, that dig to Tyreek was just all Tyreek. That was a dot on the dig to Tyreek, by the way, just so you know, he said that, that throw play. was perfect. there was somebody within 30 yards of him. So if they're going to praise Josh Allen for the throws that he was making with no one within 20 yards of a bunch of those defenders, you can give credit for Patrick Mahomes for throwing it with a guy on Tyreek's back. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right, find him on Twitter at Chief in Carolina. Maddie Lane, I cannot wait to talk to you tomorrow. 6.30 p.m. Central Time, KC Laboratory Live podcast. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
breaking this game down and getting a little bit of a look at the Bengals too. Don't ever forget again, national media heads. We're talking to you. We're watching. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey, you congratulated him early. I'm just saying. It is a receipt-keeping day, a receipt-keeping night, and just Chiefs fans, just let it out. Oh. Let, let Keep all the receipts. Let them all, let them all out there. And we appreciate, again, everybody who's for watching this game on KC Sports Network Live post-game show. We're out at the Kingdom Bar and Grill out in Overland Park. Uh, hopefully open within the next week or two for fans. Definitely by the time the Chiefs are winning that Super Bowl. We have a lot of people here. So everybody who's listening, please go down, hit that follow, hit that subscribe button, follow. We have got new shows for you, breaking down the Kansas City Chiefs every week. We've got Matt Castle breaking down Patrick Mahomes. We've got Derek Johnson breaking down the defense every week. A lot of really, really good stuff. And I know we're going to have a lot of really, really good stuff right now from Marlia Campbell. She's going to join us. She's been listening to Coach Reed and his presser. And based on what we've seen from social, there are some great one-liners from Coach Reed. So welcome, yeah. Malia. Good to see you again. <laughs> hey, guys. Good to see you as well. Man, oh, man. What a night. My, uh, I'm still trying to get my heart rate down to a reasonable speed. <laughs> exactly. But, um, we, uh, we got a Tyree kill on the button. All right, we'll come back to Marlia here in a minute. She's got her internet, seems like a little slow, but she is crushing, kind of double dipping right now. She, again, is the sports director at WIBW in Topeka. We get Marlia back in there. Um, looks like, let's try to bring her back in. There we go. Hey, Marlia. All right, what did Coach me. have to say? Yep. Yeah, so he was asked uh, what's kind of the special advice to Pat when you're down with 13 seconds to go, not looking good. Um, he said, when it's grim, be the grim reaper and go get it, which I think is advice Ooh. we can all apply to our mm. own lives. Love that one. Mm. I got yeah. a little tingly. When it's grim, no, no, I like be the one. grim reaper. <laughs> I know I got to chill a little bit with that one. <laughs> oh, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, a couple other things. He led the very beginning of his presser with a uh, big shout out to the fans. He said Arrowhead was unbelievable tonight and said, you know, days like today are what makes this Chiefs Kingdom, Chiefs Kingdom. Uh, he also called it one of the better games in the National Football League, which hard to argue. An yeah. Unbelievable finish. Said guys battled their hearts out on both teams. And uh, then no one flinched. You know, I mean, what, three scores in the final two minutes and uh, you're on the 25 with 13 seconds to go. And yeah, it's just. So uh, we also had Tyreek Hill just now, and he was asked what he thought kind of this game meant to Patrick Mahomes' career. He said it was another step for him into the Hall of Fame, which I think we can all agree with. Unbelievable he's finish. 26. He's 26 years old. I'd say get his gold jacket yeah. fitted by now, but I don't know. His shoulders are going to get so much bigger over time. Has there ever been a statue of a player outside the stadium before they hit 30? <laughs> I would. I would. I would. I would. I would do that GoFundMe. I'm just saying. Started right now. I'm on board. Oh, yeah. Sorry, we had something. Sorry, Marley, we had something over here. 
that. Marley, was there anything else that stood out from the press conferences? We're wrapping up this show. We're going to, last segment, we're going to give fans a chance to ask us some questions when we wrap this thing up. But what else stood out from the post-game presser? Yeah, the Hall of Fame comment was big. The uh, Grim Reaper comment was obviously pretty fun. There's always one golden nugget out of a Reed presser that I love. So that was definitely today's. Um, and then, you know, he closed with, we can enjoy this for a minute, but we got to get ourselves ready for Cincinnati. Uh, one next week and hopefully redemption from, from the other week. Can we just put two guys on Jamar Chase the entire game? <laughs> they might. Yeah. Talking we'll just, just straight up like you are just following him around the entire game. We do not care. I Chase guarding him. Hey, you know what? You sacked Joe Burrow. It may not matter. Right. I'm just saying. I'm hype, man. I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. Marlia, we appreciate <laughs> you for joining us again. This is Marlia Campbell, WIBW in Topeka. Thank you so much, and we will yes. catch up with you next week for the AFC Championship game. All right. Thank you to Marlia Campbell. Again, we are going to wrap this show up. We appreciate everyone who is out there and watching again. Want to be a part of helping us help Kansas City and our Feed It Forward program. You donate or send over $10 to the KC Sports Network Venmo account. And on Wednesday night, probably during the KC Lab, you guys will uh, pick a winner. Oh, we'll really? give away two tickets to the AFC title game. Includes two, pick, two tickets to the VIP, tickets for less tailgate, and uh, also a parking pass. I am excited to be uh, a part of that. Chiefs Kingdom you. gives us something to help us help some people, and we'll give you some tickets to go create some memories. I, I love the comments be that we that see from game, people. By the way, though, it's the the low key like you know old dad in me that's just it's so all of this is so special. Not just because we get to watch the greatest player in NFL history ever, but. <laughs> The memories that you're making with family and friends and everybody, like wherever you are watching the game, like you remember this stuff forever. Mm. And fan bases don't get moments like this. The golden age of Chiefs football, so enjoy it. Mm. Yeah, it really is. And don't he normalized greatness? He normalizes moments like this sometimes. And he, you know, he kind of don't don't take this for granted. I mean, he he did he he went above the expectations you probably had going into this game, and that's really hard to do with the kind of standards that dude that that dude is set. And those are the kind of things like I, I wrote. This is exactly what I wrote about on the KCSN Substack this week. Expect something special. There are levels that he is capable of, and today showed it. There are still more. There's more left in the tank for his career. He didn't peak early. He's still the best player in the world. He's the best quarterback in the world. You have him in in, in your in your in your city for the next decade. And he's going to surprise you more and more and more over the next decade. He's not done. It's just not just going to be boring anymore. Josh Allen, all talk all week. Josh Allen running the football. Very <laughs> 11 carries for 68 yards, averaging 6.2 yards per bad. carry. That's really good. Patrick Mahomes, really- seven carries, 69 yards. Nice. One touchdown, 9.9 <laughs> yards. Nice. Everybody talks about Josh Allen running the football. Mm. The greatest throwing quarterback in NFL history is like, you know what? I can run too. I'm a little bit better. Weird. All right, Tucker, let's bring in some fan comments and questions here to wrap up the last five minutes or so of this show. And while you're sitting there waiting and you're like, you know what? I don't know what to do. Sitting in traffic, just sitting in bed, getting ready to fall asleep, just not know how, how to feel. First thing you do, hit that pound, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, make you feel better. Hit that pound, huh? Trying to buy time for Tucker to find some comments. He's shaking his head like there's none, and I'm looking at the same thing. I can see him. Oh, he's working on it. Like we are getting spam. Shout out to someone spamming us in the YouTube. That's kind of ruining it for us. That you're ruining the fun. Uh, uh, Block him. I got Scott. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But yeah, he's there. We got some people spamming us. Someone is Joe Jackson's talking about putting in Armani Watts a little bit more. Armani Watts actually did get a little bit of a run. That was kind of surprising. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how great it went. I really don't know how great it went. The I'm not going to pretend to know the the responsibilities on that last play, but I can tell you, as somebody that watched a lot of Armani Watts in college, he had interception against Arkansas. Yes, he did on a play that looked very similar to the one that they Buffalo scored on, and he was the backside safety, and he cut across and picked off the ball. This time, that did not happen. Austin Morgan wants to know what the Venmo is. At KC Sports Network. You follow all of our social channels. Um, we'll try to get, you know what? I think if either Tucker or Scott would tweet it out, 
or comment about it, and then we can bring it onto the screen and show you exactly what it is, but it's at KC Sports Network on Venmo. And thank you. I, I've been checking. seems like we already have a handful of donations and people, oh my God. Yeah. Shout out. Already raised $400. I don't know if I say that out there, but already got about $400, which is just about enough on its own. There we go. Quick shout out, Scott and Tucker, for getting that figured out. Um, uh, $4. We're going to be able to send, um, again, some meals to what I believe is going to be Hope Faith Ministries. Yeah. Um, so we're going to partner with to do some of the food insecurity stuff. They, it's a day shelter for homeless in Kansas City, and they absolutely need help. How will we stop Chase if we don't have Tyron Matthew? I don't, I don't care, Patrick LeVon Mahomes. We'll figure it out. I don't care. I don't care today. I really don't. Dynamite well, analysis. Did you just see what just happened? Did any like? It's it a very well matter. thought out question. I'm and sorry. Your answer is it's okay. We have 15. They'll figure it out. They're gonna have a whole week. They're gonna have a whole week to figure it out. And, and here's the thing: you're not gonna stop Jamar Chase. And look, he's the, at that level. And like he's gonna have 70 yards. You just don't want him to have 130 and take some of those little bubble screens that he takes for 70 yards. Yeah, he's gonna get his big plays. Don't let simple plays become huge plays because you miss a tackle or because you're not locked in knowing to give him space. Don't give too much of a cushion because then you're in the Tyreek situation. You give too much space. He's got the angles on you because he's a lot faster than he gets credit for. Pass rush needs to get home. That's going to be a big piece of this too. I, I, the back seven can be really benefited if Joe Burrow is going and trying to be a hero from the pocket. The Girl on Fire 25, based on the Chiefs' previous postseason revenge tours, what are your expectations for the team as a whole next week following this game, aside from Mahomes being Mahomes? I, they're gonna, I, I think they're going to put a good performance together. I don't think you're going to see an emotional letdown because I think this team already had their emotional letdown when they started the season three and four. I think this has kind of been a weird year for them. This is their third year going through this process. Yep. Uh, you know, they, they, this team's played as about as much football as you possibly can. They played, I think, more football than anybody in the National Football League over the last three years. There's a lot of factors in there. This team is too callous. This team is ready for this moment. They've been ready for this moment. And I think you're going to see a good performance and not an emotional letdown across the board. Yeah, I, I, the one thing about Cincinnati is there's going to be talk and their young quarterback and this and that. They are not going to be intimidated by this moment at all. So any kind of storyline of Joe Burrow being nervous coming to Arrowhead for an AFC title game, he is not built like that. No, but they're at just, all. But they're, he is way too confident as a person and as a player to be in this situation, which is exactly what you want if you're Cincinnati. You want this cocksure guy who's going to come in and act like I am the best player and I am the God's gift of football. Um, but that guy plays for the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, Joe Burrow is fantastic. And, yeah. I mean, he's probably the – third best quarterback in the AFC. Uh, but, I mean, it, was he's, it Mike Greenberg said Mahomes was fifth best quarterback yeah, who? in the playoffs. Who's, what, what's their name? Um, I just, I just like, I mean, Joe Burrows, he's, he, you saw what he did in, in, in LSU. You saw what he was yeah. capable of doing. He's a guy that's kind of lifted organizations and maybe even played a little bit above their heads. I think the talent gap between the Bengals and the Chiefs is not even close. The Chiefs have actually opened, by the way, seven-point favorites uh, in the AFC championship game, which sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, so I, yeah, I, I, this, this is going to be a good game. This is going to be a fun game, but I, I think the chiefs are going to pull it out. And while we're talking about it, we have not yet talked about this guy and I believe he just deserves some credit and we'll get to this question in a second. Tucker, bring it right back up. But I do want to give a quick shot. Clyde Edwards, Elaire. Yeah. Played fantastic in this game. Um, yeah, he had some really provided nice plays. the spark and the the combination of him and Jet McKinnon with just the explosiveness the all of it, it just, it worked. It he, worked really well. He ate seven carries, 60 yards, 8.6 yards per carry. Also had one catch for nine yards. It was a very impressive catch. He turned a three-yard catch into a nine-yard catch. Is something we've been waiting to see him do with his contact balance, his low center of gravity. Came through in the biggest moment for a really nice little play that kind of put a, a third manageable into the situation. And Jaron Reed's another player. Deserves to to be shout out. Guy made some plays in the middle of the defense. Absolutely. For the Chief, Frank Clark made some great plays in the running game. A lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, you want to see more pressure. You want to see all of that. But at the end of the day, like they made impact plays that got enough stops during it to overcome a missed field goal, an extra point, and a receiver setting an NFL record for yards and touchdowns. I mean, yeah, this the, a lot, not everything went right for the Chiefs, and about everything went right for the Bills, and it didn't matter. So there's good things. It's a good thing to take away from there. There's more left in the tank for this football team. I feel good about it. I feel really good about where this team's at, and you know, hopefully, they get some guys guys healthy and going. All right, let's get let's bring a couple more questions in here to wrap this up. This is from the <laughs> layman's terms. Uh, what does the next Scion evolution of Mahomes look like? Is that right? 
of Mahomes look now. Tucker, how do you say it? Oh, say give him, give it. He's fine. Pretend. What is the next? I, I we saw Levon. We saw Petty Mahomes. It was Petty Levon. I don't know if that's who that was, but um, I'm gonna say Ooh. Petty Levon just because everybody talked about Josh Allen on the football, and he had one more yard than he did. I I don't think there's very much more he can do on a football field, but I think that there's just the ability to do this more than once, and it's more repeatable than anything ever. Like I think this is more repeatable for him than any other player's ability to repeat their their peak. So I think he's going to sustain this kind of performance. I think he could sustain it for the next two games and win this team a Super Bowl. I really think that that's capable, and they'll just it'll just it'll just destroy the national media because they'll have to just sit there and say Mahomes is good and agree, and their views won't be as good. So I I'm I'm rooting for that. Unbelievable. All right, Daniel. Mathagani. Uh, I feel like the Titans got home with four or five most of the night. What happened to us in the second half of the first Bengals meeting that we didn't get as much pressure? Yeah, they just, the, Joe Burrow did a really, really good job getting his ball out of the hand. And, you know, he was throwing at the top of his drop, throwing fade routes down the sideline of Jamar Chase, and Jamar Chase was coming up with those plays. I mean, did those are like nine. Did we sweet nine times he got sacked against the Titans. Yeah. And Joe Burrow was holding on to the ball. And so, like, I think it's going to be on the Chiefs to make him just hold the ball a tick a little bit, just a tick longer, not create those, you know, easy outside throws for Jamar Chase because they've proven to be able to hit those at a higher percentage than most quarterbacks are able to do. So I think those are going to be the things that they're going to have to focus and hone in on. Um, and, and I think they're capable. I, they're they're going to do it. I'm just going to say they're going to do it. A lot had to go right for the Bengals to win last time. So they're going to pull this off. Um, and and it, it, they'll, they'll probably have a few more wrinkles in there for sure. Like they're going to throw a few things out there, um, you know, on Jamar Chase specifically. They might try to double or they might give him a little bit more help. I don't think we're going to see cover zero on fourth and 26. I don't think we're going to see those kind of decisions. They're going to adjust and alternate uh, through some stuff. Um, but you know, it, it'll be good. It'll be fine. It, Steve Spagnuolo is going to have a plan. They're going to make some adjustments. The pass rush, I think is a big piece of this, regardless of what happens moving forward. They're going to get home. They're going to get home with four. Um, if they can just hold, get Joe Burrow to hold the ball just a second, good things are going to happen for this football team. And if the offense plays to what they're capable of doing, it's not really going to matter anyway. Yeah, I'm looking up some stats here to to finish out this show because the one thing that we're overlooking in talking the context of this game was that it wasn't just that Patrick Mahomes went out and played really well and it was Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. It was the fact that the Buffalo Bills came into this game as the number one defense in the NFL yeah. in yards given up, just averaging giving up just like 172 yards passing per game. They were allowing just 17 points. And when you're going back through their regular season, Week 14, they gave up 488 yards to the Tampa Bay Bucks, 392 yards to us in Week 5 when we were not playing well. And those are the worst games that, she, that the Buffalo Bills had defensively. Again, this is the number one defense they were going up against. And the Chiefs put up 552 yards of offense. Again, that's not against some run-of-the-mill. It's like Josh Allen is overcoming this defense. Josh Allen is a great quarterback that has the number one defense in the NFL <laughs> that's backing him up. And Patrick LaVon... Mahomes and the Chiefs went out and moved the ball at will and averaged 7.6 yards per play. We don't need to compare. We don't need to. We don't need to talk too bad of of Josh Allen today because I think he played a great game. However, yep. however, yep. I'm just gonna say this: what Patrick Mahomes did against that defense is yep. way, way more impressive than what Josh Allen did against a hobbled Chiefs defense. So I, you know, like no, not to discredit him at all, but. Mahomes needed to be perfect, and he was. Josh Allen wasn't perfect today, but he hit some big plays, and the Chiefs busted some big plays, and he found them, and that's a credit to him. All right, let's bring on just a couple of more. We still have a lot of people that are out there watching. We appreciate it. We know you were excited. Go ahead and hit that so subscribe and follow button, and you can see the ticker at the bottom that we are raising money for our Feed It Forward campaign, and we're using that uh, partnership that we have with Tickets for Less to give a couple of tickets away to the AFC title game with a couple of pregame passes and a parking pass. 
um, donate $10 to the KC Sports Network Venmo. We're going to use that to do some good uh, with some food and security issues in Kansas City. Again, Wednesday night during the second episode of the KC Lab, they will announce a winner. And again, they are going live at 6.30 tomorrow night on all of these same channels. All right, Daniel Mathagani, they didn't squib kick it on the kickoff with 13 seconds left. How much of a mistake does that seem like now? It seems like an absolute horrible mistake because at worst, you're still taking six, seven seconds off the clock. You yeah. run one play for the Chiefs after that. Right. They they completely botched it. And I didn't I don't know. I'm I'm trying to remember where the ball landed in the end zone exactly. Um when I maybe they were trying to hit it right at the goal line. Maybe they were trying to kind of kick it inside the five. Um either way, they didn't they didn't execute. Uh they're gonna have to think about that a lot. They're between um, that and the defensive coverage calls they had on that final drive, that that's to me what they're going to be thinking about. They're going to have to think, man, about, that was awful. They're going to have to think about a lot, a lot this off season, because you know, you can't just sit here and say, okay, what we've done is good enough. Or, or I don't know if they're going to be able to rest on their laurels and say, Hey, this is, you know, they might have to make some drastic changes here. And you know what? Things are, things are about to blow up in Buffalo because Brian Dayball, their offensive coordinator, probably gone. Leslie Frazier, the defensive coordinator has a chance to be gone as yeah. well. Like there is going to be some turnover there. That's really going to alter, you know, that that organization, that organizational culture, and we'll see what Sean McDermott is really made of. I do like the who punts to Tyreek Hill and expects to still have a job after the penalty, and you knew he was going back out there. I didn't think there was any chance they were going to punt on the football. Yeah, I I was I was surprised that he came back out. Honestly, like we were talking about it here at the the Kingdom Bar and Grill, and it was like, I mean, I doubt Tyreek's coming back. He just ran sixty yards. I mean, and then he came back out and did. That and it was like, kind of seemed like maybe it was a little counter run. I'm gonna, I'm, I actually might watch some special teams plays this week because it looked like you know they tried to go wide to the field the, the play before and he cut it up inside down the sideline. So it's gonna be interesting to watch. Trying to make these big statements, but simultaneously, the Chiefs have the best quarterback in NFL history, the best tight end to ever play the game, and the most explosive player in NFL history. And you can make a very easy case for all three of those that it's not these extravagant takes. That is happening right now. You want, yeah. And we didn't waste that opportunity because of a missed field goal and a missed extra point and a couple blown coverages and the fact that our defensive leader and one of the best individual leaders of any team in the NFL, any player in any team, mm-hmm. left in the first quarter. It didn't happen. The biggest game. But this, I mean, if <clears> you think about those, the big three you just talked about. Those three kind of were the catalyst for you know the chain for for this team being able to put this thing together i mean travis tyree kill with his explosive touchdown you know catch travis kelsey with the game-winning touchdown catch on a little wheel fade whatever you want to call that and patrick mahomes down both of those up so i i mean i i one of my best receipts ever is in 2018 i said that the chiefs have a chance to be the golden state warriors before mahomes had even touched the field that is, they they changed how football is played. They changed what is possible on a football field. And it's been fun to watch. Mahomes has ruined football in a lot of ways. Because when I see Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo, and granted they won, but when he runs outside the pocket and tries to throw on the run, it's just like, you can't do that. Mm-mm. There's yeah. one quarterback. There's That's not true. There's a handful of quarterbacks in the league who can do that. Mm-hmm. But none as good as Patrick LeVon Mahomes. I want to keep taking questions. I don't want this moment to end. I want to keep feeling all of this. So anybody who's hanging with us, especially like tomorrow morning, if you're listening to this Monday morning, you're hanging with us, man, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And uh, go donate to try to have a chance to win uh, tickets to the AFC Championship game. Go to yeah. the KC Sports Network. On Venmo. On Venmo. Get a chance to go to the AFC Championship game. Uh, and, and it'll be a one. You will be there after the game with confetti on the field. At the podium, watching or get to see at you know you'll you'll get to see all of that because the Chiefs yeah. are winning. Next Chiefs week is a confetti Bengals. game. It is an absolute confetti game next week. They're they're winning down it. on the field. The, and the confetti will be Chiefs colors. And uh, follow all of our social media channels. And if it happens that the Kingdom Bar and Grill is open to the public by next week, we will have all that promoted for you. Unfortunately, or fortunately for us, we will all be in Las Vegas for the East-West Shrine Bowl, but we will still do the post game. We will still have all your same Chiefs content throughout the week. Um, but next weekend, all of KC Sports Network on the Chiefs side will oh. be, Mike and Jeff will be there, but everybody else, Mike Scott will be there. All right, so the lab, me and Tucker are going to Las Vegas for the East-West Shrine Bowl. We're doing all kinds of Chiefs content out there, all kinds of content on fields, maybe on some courses. Mm. maybe we'll see keep an eye out 
Maybe we've got some more stuff to announce. Hmm. You okay? I'm so happy. I know. I could tell. I'm starting to get a headache. Anyways, like every other game that we've ended, people don't care. This is where it goes off the rails. Every other game we've had all year during the game, I'm always thinking like, what do we do for the show? I'm always worried about stuff, work stuff. We're finally at a point where it's like a well-oiled machine and I, well, I got to enjoy the game and just watch it. And you're like, you're different now. I'm like, I don't have to worry about stuff. I'm just watching pacing in the corner and screaming. It didn't really look like you enjoyed it. <laughs> That's how I enjoy it. He was I just, he was pace in the corner and I just yell and cuss and I ran me up. Ken, what the hell are we doing? <laughs> that, that checks out. It was... Uh... It was I'm, it was an emotionally charged it was an emotionally charged night here, right, for you for I mean for everyone that was here and thanks to everybody that came out and hung out with us that was I'm really gonna cool. apologize for being passionate and caring no why KCS ends here so sometimes you say fuck <laughs> all right thanks everybody for tuning into this episode again don't forget to catch the lab tomorrow night live Monday night at six. 30 central time on all these same platforms these guys will get into the film they'll break it down and they'll have a lot of analysis tomorrow morning on the kcsn Substack. you haven't go find that you can subscribe to that we've got free we've got paid versions if you like the x's and o's and the really in-depth stuff we have got that for you but we've got the uh 6 30 live show and then tuesday mike devito jeff Allen will be back again matt castle Derek johnson will be breaking stuff down and then nick lecky tucker and i on outside the trenches we've got 21 questions coming later we've got maybe some draft content for those you like looking forward to that we have got you covered yes we do thank you again chiefs kingdom for tuning in and don't feel bad about bopping national media that just forget what they've seen for the past three years. We apologize for nothing. I just don't understand how people can prognosticate native things mm. on someone that Let's continues go. to show why they are the best. They're bored. They're just bored with greatness that doesn't, that breaks their brain. No, they're making their issues about Patrick and it ain't about Patrick. Thank you, everybody. We will see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.